God has given us promises that can lift that burden of worry and anxiety away, just that we don't always grasp them. I, I may not be the worst worrier in the world, but if they were world rankings, I guess I'd be up there somewhere. You know, I've got that furrowed brow that Mr. Worry has to prove it. Um, I worry all the time. Rosemary says to me, or she says about me, if I didn't have something to worry about, I'd look for something to worry about, because <laughs> I'm only really happy if I'm worrying. If, if we, we went to Cambridge yesterday to celebrate my, my father's birthday with him. He was 87 this, uh, this week. And I'm the same every time I get in the car. You know, we get in the car, I have to go around the house at least twice before we even reach the car. And I check all the sockets, I check the cooker and the fridge. Almost inevitably, we're sitting in the car and I say to Rosemary, did I turn off the toaster? <laughs> and I have to go back. Sometimes we even get to the end of the road and I go round the block and come back and I have to go in and check. Because I say to her, if I don't check, I'm only going to worry about it. I can tell myself there's no point. Rosemary says it's a waste of time, waste of energy. I can tell myself there's no point in worrying, but somehow it doesn't connect up here. And I don't stop that worry cycle. I was thinking about it the other day. In fact, I thought about it this morning. Well, yesterday, in fact. Yesterday, when I woke up and I got dressed, I was in a bit of a hurry because we had to get in the car to go to Cambridge. And I caught my little finger... Just here, yes, ah. Oh. I, caught, I caught my little finger there when I was putting, tucking my shirt in my, I won't go too much far, I was tucking my shirt in my trousers. And I caught my little fingernail and it split. And you know how that hurts when you split a fingernail? You know, and I thought, oh, I've got to do something about it. So I went through to the bathroom and I found the nail scissors and I thought, I'll chop off the loose bit because I know I'll only catch it on something else today. I got the scissors out of the pot and I went to cut and I cut my finger as well. <laughs> and it's still sore. It's still sore. But it made me think that pain is a healthy thing. Pain is there for our good. If something hurts, it prompts us to protect it and to be patient until it heals. And God, in his goodness, heals us when we hurt. I know by the end of the week, my little finger will be better. If I keep worrying at it, if I keep pulling it and biting it or whatever, it's going to make it worse. It's going to open up that little cut. may even get an infection in it, which could spread to other parts of my body and could really make me... I could... I could get quite worried about... I could get quite worried about it, really. So I've just looked after it. But worry is healthy because it prompts us into action. If we're worried about something, the chances are anyway it's not going to happen. But we can say to ourselves, is there something I can do about this worry? And if there is, do it. If there's nothing we can do about it, why worry about it? God says, bring that burden to me. You know, we can sit with all the boxes round us and worry or we can draw on the promises of God and those boxes, those burdens are lifted away from us. So it's not a bad thing in itself. It's only bad if we let it fester, if we let it 
grow and develop. And then it does us harm. It then turns into anxiety. And it's a medical fact that anxiety leads to ill health. If you're anxious, if you're living with anxiety, it affects other things in your body. It makes you ill. They say that, of course, there are all sorts of causes of cancer, but they say that anxiety is one of the causes of cancer. Why do we expose ourselves to that risk when we don't need to? We can deal with it. God has given us the ability to deal with the problem as soon as it starts. In the parable that Jesus told about the seed uh, on, the, on different soils, we all know that parable really well. We know that it, you know, it speaks about the, the seed falling on uh, rocky ground, about it being burned up, dried up by the sun, about springing up. But the bit I want to just pick on this morning is where, it, where he talks about it being um, throttled by thorns. So the seed grows up, the plant grows up, apparently healthy and strong. The first seeds haven't got any roots and they wither and die when the sun comes up. But the, the seed that falls has, puts down roots, the, th the thorns come up and throttle it. And those thorns are a bit like the worries that we can allow to throttle our spiritual health and our physical health as well. Jesus at the end of the parable explains it to the disciples and he says, this is verse 22, the worries, the thorns are the worries of this life and the deceitfulness of wealth, the worry about money, that everything will be alright if we have more money and it's not the solution. And the alternative is he gives us these promises. So what are the lessons, very quickly before we close, what are the lessons for in this? Two things, and then I want to present you with something of a challenge for this week to work through with me. I've committed to do this one thing through this week and to test it and see if it makes a difference. So two things, first of all. What the parable teaches us is how important our roots are for our spiritual health as believers that we put down deep roots so we draw on the nutrients that God provides for us. Those deep roots are in reading his word, committing to reading it daily, and prayer, staying in close contact with our Father through prayer. So those develop and strengthen our roots so that we in turn can draw strength from God. Deep roots are essential. Without the roots, trouble comes in, we fall. Second, when the thorns spring up, when the worries start to bother us and they become persistent and uncontrolled, bring them to God and draw on his promises for encouragement. Why worry? Leave it with the person who does the healing. Leave it with the person who has the power. If we can do something about it, act. If we can't, pray and trust. So this is what I've said I'm going to do this week. I actually started it. I'm a bit of a cheater. I wanted to see if it, if it works for me before I bring it to you. It's nothing, nothing, no big deal in it. It's really very simple. Three steps. Number one, when I wake in the morning, instead of turning to BBC News and getting all the problems, turn to God, 
First thought in the morning, turn that thought to God. Ask him to come in by his Holy Spirit and fill me and give me the strength that I need for today. Draw on his word. Turn to the Bible and read his word and draw strength. But pray first, Lord, fill me with your spirit. Give me what I need for today. So that's number one. First thing in the morning. Second thing, last thing at night, before I close my eyes and go to sleep, just reflect on the day, not to draw back all the worries or the problems, but to give them to God and say, these have bothered me through the day, Lord. You don't mean me to be bothered with those tonight. I give them back to you before I rest tonight. And then the third thing is any time a problem or a worry or an anxiety comes to you during the day, turn it into a promise, draw on a promise. The, the, um, Howard and Hope read us just, sorry, Harvey, <laughs> I'm names all the time. I thought earlier I'd called Eddie Henry and then I worried about it because I couldn't remember whether I'd called him the wrong name. <laughs> when I get that blank look from Eddie, I know straight away what I've done. <laughs> I've called him Henry or John. Um, do it with my own children as well. Okay, so there were 12 promises from the Bible all in relation to worry or anxiety. They are just 12. If you look on the internet, you do a quick search for verses for worry, you get at least 20, you'll get more. I've just given you 12 because it fitted with the story this morning. I'd like you to t choose one of the 12 and commit it to memory. Do it today. Choose anyone you like. I've printed out all 12 and they're on a slip of paper in the entrance hall. If you want a piece of paper, pick up a piece of paper and take it away with you. They're in the little pockets or you can ask one of the welcome team for one. There's some in there. I've got some on here. I've put them in the download section on the website. You can download them. Choose one today. Memorize it. Every time that doubt or worry or feeling of anxiety or uncertainty or fear comes in, Say that verse to yourself every day this week. When you come to this time next Sunday, if that's made a difference, choose another one and do it again through the following week. And then the following week, choose another one. There's enough to keep you going for nearly three months. And after that, you can find your own. But try it. See if it works. When we, before Christmas, when we were doing Try Praying, we were saying to people, try praying. Graham, how often does he say, when people come with a problem, he says, have you prayed about it? Well, no, not really. I do the same. Have you prayed about it? No, well, not really. Pray. Draw on God's word. Draw on his promises. First thing in the morning, Lord, Fill me with your spirit today. First thought, before the news, before the cup of tea, before the breakfast, fill me with your spirit today. Give me strength that I need today. Last thing at night, Lord, I give you everything that happened today. I give it to you in prayer. You release me from that. Release me of that burden. Give me peace tonight as I sleep. 
Every time during the day the anxiety comes, speak out that promise that you've chosen for this week. I am sure, sure, it will make a difference. It's made a difference to me. In the Rosemary, did I worry on the journey yesterday? Did I go back and check whether the plugs were in? I just worried about it all. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said, I feel better about this. When we got home last night, I found I'd left the vacuum cleaner plugged in and switched on. Normally, I would have had to come home for that one. No need. Trust God. He will give you peace, comfort, security. Isn't that great? Let's close with a song, Arlene.